Well, hello, Dr. Hine. Oh, I am. <laughs> People may not realize about you and me, right? That we we both are. are <laughs> we are both literally doctors. Yes, That's crazy. I am a doctor. <laughs> oh, I've always wanted to do that. I just keep forgetting to do that every week. Do what? To call, call me Dr. Hine? Hello, Dr. Dr. Hine. Yes, yes. And you have to say. Dr. Pretty? Hello, Dr. Pretty. <laughs> yes, yes. Dr. Dr. Reverend, Reverend Doctor? You don't get to use that very often and uh, nobody really cares. But you were Reverend at one point and they defrocked you, right? That's true. I was uh, the Reverend, Dr. J. Andrew Pretty. <laughs> but, uh, Oh, so so we won't talk about it here. But if you if you want to know how he got defrocked and why, uh, you can always ask James. You'd be proud of me. Yep. <laughs> I think you would. Holly Dean, I think you'd be very proud of him. Yeah. I know you would. The right people defrocked me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing, man? Oh well, here we are. Uh, you know, I think we were we were sort of joking last week about how sometimes. Uh, um, you look ahead and you think, oh, nothing really happens in November. So we had this momentous November, and today is December first when we're recording this. But um, and and there's kind of a, a a beautiful, I think, satisfying feeling now, having uh, uh, arrived through November and some of the things that we got to experience, and having launched this just this week into Advent and. Something I forgot to mention on Sunday is that, uh, well, in Christian tradition, Advent Sunday is New Year's Day. Mm. So this is the beginning of the new Christian calendar. It starts with the first Sunday of Advent. That's Christian New Year's Day. And uh, so we are in this, and, and the story starts again. That's right. Story. Yeah, we, we're gotten through ordinary time. Yeah. And now it begins with Advent again, right? When you think of the Christian calendar, it begins with the birth of Jesus and it goes through yeah. the birth and, and then we, we, we hit Lent and, and Easter yeah. and, and then Pentecost. Right. And then after Pentecost is this time that we call ordinary. Ordinary right? time. And, and then uh, you know, there's uh, special days of special saints. Right. Uh, recognizing Christian history up to this sure. point. Yeah. Uh, up to uh, Then after ordinary time, it comes back to Advent again. Yeah. Right? yeah. So actually last week, we forgot to uh, acknowledge the final Sunday of the year, the Sunday before Advent, I think, is uh, Christ the King. Mm. That's the, the ultimate, penultimate uh, recognition, Jesus as King, victorious reigning Lord. Well, it kind of is the ultimate, isn't it? When you yeah. think about it. <laughs> so now we're starting over again, and it, we, we recite this. So from Jesus as King to Jesus as Baby. That's right. Start again. <laughs> well, we're waiting for Jesus the baby. Yeah. Not even there yet. Yeah. So yeah. we launched it. We and again, yeah, you know, we've had this wonderful uh time of November. We've been talking about you know, we've had these evening meetings. Uh, and then Sunday, uh, you kicked off our introduction to Advent in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we talked about hope. Yeah. We talked about hope, a lot about hope, but the resilience of hope, you know, it's just this revolutionary patience, you know, to see the world differently and then to lean into that and how challenging it is in these days. And, uh, you know, one thing I was, I was trying to, and maybe I, I spent too much time <laughs> talking about it, was just this idea that I think at, at, at Christmas time, the month of December, Christians try to hold these two things in tension, right? And there's the winter fast, the winter solstice, you know, just this, this beautiful time where we enjoy 
you know, good meat. We enjoy sweets. We enjoy strong beer. We, we, we like to get together and have good parties and, and, and it's, it's fulsome. It's, it's robust. It's, it's, it's loud. It's, it's proud. It's, it's, it's all of these, these things. Um, and, and I've always been, again, a champion of this. I, I, I don't think when we say Jesus is the reason for the season, you know, this old cliche, right? And this is part of that. Like, I think it's okay for us to be really enjoying these good things as long as we behave ourselves. Yeah. But there's this other thing called Advent, which, which, which is, is terse. It's um, sparse. It's, um, it's waiting. It's, it's, it's a cry in the dark. And, and it's a different thing. And we've, we've always, because we are waiting, you know? So, I mean, again, the, the early church, um, it, it was kind of a little bit more like Lent. Yeah. Then it was anything joyous or festive or celebratory. It, it yeah. was a time of, of remembering and pondering and, and for, for many even fasting. Um, and so, but we've, we've tried to hold these things in, in tension, but I feel because of COVID and the pandemic, this has been taken away from us a little bit. Yeah. You know, we're not going to be having the parties. Yeah. The festive stuff. Yeah. And, and a lot of friends that would come over or family that would come over, or even us traveling to other places to be with family that that's, that's being removed from us. So we're kind of left with this. The beauty of this is I think this is where wonder happens. Yeah. I think where this is where mystery is found because the familiar things are great. They're beautiful. They're predictable, but they don't really cater to mystery or wonder. And, and so I think what, what has happened is wonder has been given a bigger platform this year and mystery in our lives because of the pandemic. And so. we may experience things that we wouldn't normally had experienced had our calendars been full of all the yeah. good things that we like to do. Well, and I keep thinking this, you know, and 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 uh, it's why we are, you know, uh, doing the devotional prayers on Tuesdays. It's uh, mm-hmm. some of what we've been talking about coming, you know, in focusing on the experience of exile. Yeah, this idea that I hope that because of uh, this experience, this pandemic, and the lockdowns and the loss of things, that. W- we will not just survive this, but we will thrive. We will actually be forced to be centering into a deeper personal uh, experience of spirituality. That is the invitation, I think. We get to grow into that. It's an it's a open invitation. Uh, and, and the opportunity every one of us has into that uh, is... It's momentous. I think it's opportune, the, the opportunity that we have. And I, I am so uh, glad uh, of what, and I don't mean you and I, I mean the broader Holly Dean uh, is this resource for people to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, and that really did shine through on Sunday yeah. during, during the Q&A time, you know, during the, the time when we opened up the floor. Um, people wrestling uh, with hope, yeah. you know, what does hope look like in, in such a time as this? And, and, uh, you know, Kathleen Redu sharing just about what hope looks like and feels like right now for her. Yeah. Um, Sunday without her son. Uh, yeah. I'm not Sunday. I mean, Christmas without Christmas. Her son. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? What does that look like? It was yeah. such a, just a beautiful, beautiful time. <sighs> Man, I tell you, I I have to, I feel like I have to repent of this every Sunday that I never thought Zoom could be effective in generating good, rich experiences around community. Um, I'm, I'm I'm such a luddite. I'm 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 so skeptical about the capacity of 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 technology to do anything 
rich and rewarding with regard to Christian discipleship. But man, have I been wrong. Mm. Have I been wrong? And anybody that's there on a Sunday morning knows what I'm talking about. Something magic is happening there. Yeah. Something yeah. incredible. And um, people are opening up, you know, and, and we're being fed. It's, it's a feast yeah. uh, to be with people on a Sunday morning and hearing some of the things that are being shared. Janet Doherty talking, Janet, uh, Tim Spray, you know, Ka Kathleen Asichuk. Like, just some really, really good meaty comments that are being shared that I'm, I'm, I just want to take notes and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, ponder that for the rest of the week. And, and, and so you were talking about the first, um, it, we, we like the candles. And so there's these four themes. So the first one being hope. And you interviewed Frank. Uh, did, yeah. Mm -hmm. Frank Woods. And we should say, the, that was on Sunday, the Friday before, uh, some of us were down at the Mustard Seed. Uh, so we had, yeah. uh, you know, and it's a very different kind of street cafe. People can't come in to eat, but we're serving. And so some Holiday folks were there cooking and, uh, and it just happened that Frank Woods and uh, Doug Kalk were outside getting ready to go and deliver some stuff that uh, Holiday and other people have given to them to go and deliver to the streets. So they happened to be there at the same time. I took a little picture of them and, you know, sort of, you know, launched them off. And uh, so then you interviewed uh, Frank a little bit and people have heard, uh, but we, we keep telling the story because this is a local initiative uh, right here. We're-, we're Yeah, and, and it, it dials into the theme of hope too, because yeah. I think what you see is the people that have surrounded this community are finding hope where others are seeing despair. Yeah. Right, and, and so looking at the same raw data of human experience and seeing something different because of faith, because of, 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 of the faith that they have in, in Jesus yeah. and, and the faith that they have in, in the prevailing presence of the gospel and the truth and the reality of the gospel, they're seeing something different. Other people are looking at, they're just, they see hopelessness. But this group of people are seeing something altogether different. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. You know, beautiful thing. We had, speaking of beautiful things, we had our evening service and I don't want to spend too much time talking about this because you can actually uh, download this. Yeah, you, so you can still visit it. So even though we did it uh, uh, as a streaming, uh, we launched it at 7.30 on Sunday night. It's yeah. still online, so you can yeah. still use that. In fact, it's, if people are, are clicking onto this, they can scroll down on this particular newsletter and they will find it. It's right down there. <laughs> Yeah. But our, our musicians, you know, again, it was plan C, not plan A, not plan B, it was plan C. But uh, with, with grainy cameras and recording devices within their laptops, our musicians gathered together and, and brought their, their offering, they brought their gift. And, and you yeah. had assembled a, a great array of readers uh, speaking in, in languages other than English that yeah. were sharing the prophets and the Psalms with us. And I mean, if, if you can't see Mamet reading this, and, and be moved. You, there was something wrong with you. Uh, it was just a beautiful moment, I think, for for all of us to gather around these words and these songs. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciated your reflection on waiting. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, I got to read that poem, uh, and uh, yeah, it, it's it was a uh, like you say, Plan C. But I think what God could do with what we think is Plan C. Uh, is something transformative, something beautiful. Again, a momentous invitation mm -hmm. to some, to, and it comes from left field because we wouldn't have wanted it this way, but because it is this way, God uses it. And this is true every day of our lives. You know, you can't control anything in your life, mm -hmm. but life shows up 
and uh, uh, oh, who said it? That what if God showed up as your life? Like, what if God was speaking through your life? And it's a I thought it was like Parker Palmer or Frederick Beekner, one of those guys. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> and the, the yeah, God is showing up in your life all the time. Yeah, and it's always comes at us as the plan C, right? God's voice coming in and the opportunity, the opportune invitation to meet God in some different way. Love right it. Out of left field. Boy, and that that's that's just Christmas, isn't it? That's the yeah. incarnation, you it know, is. divine interruption, you know, that no one saw coming and it was so inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> that God would enter the world this way. Yeah. What an inconvenience well, uh, for us. The yeah. most inconvenient Christmas ever. <laughs> well, you know, in our lifetime, I guess. But of course. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing your message on, on peace this coming Sunday. And, and uh, Emily Erickson is uh, going to yeah. be sharing with you. So that's good. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a good morning, Molly Dean. Well, thank you. Yeah. We'll see you, see, you, see you on Zoom. See some people. I keep bumping into people throughout the city, and that's always great. It's always weird to see people like, oh, yeah, you, you, we do live in the same city, even though I only <laughs> see you on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> we bump into each other. Yeah, yeah, very good. All right, Holly Dean, take care. We'll, we'll see you on Sunday. James, good chatting with you as always. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Randy. <laughs>